Disney presents... Dis Talk. And here they come, walking right down the middle of Main Street are your hosts. Bria. Hi, Dis fam. Our Disney princess, Biffity Bria. Thanks for soaring with us. Terry. Hey, everyone. He's a talented teddy bear, the most dapper fella. Keep moving forward. Liz. Hey, guys. An expert in food and magic, Chim Chim Churro. Meet me at the churro cart. And Sage. Hey, party people. Our entertainer full of Disney dreams and jokes, Sage Starkey TV. Make magic and keep laughing. Please keep your hands and arms inside the podcast at all times. And enjoy the show. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode two of the World of Dis Talk. Um... I'm really excited for this one. This one's going to be really, really awesome. Uh, what about you guys? I, are we excited for episode two? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sounds yeah, about right. Sounds about right. All right, cool. <laughs> I, I, well, for, wait, Terry, I want to know where you got this idea, like the, the, the main segment. Where'd you get this, get this idea from? The idea for the main segment? Yeah, you know about because we're about what we're gonna. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give the cookie away too soon. Yeah, um, I got this idea because. Uh, Okay, so this is really bad. When I was in college, I took a math class that I really, really hated but needed to graduate. And so instead of like taking notes and like doing things in class, I would imagineer throughout the Ooh. the entire class period. <laughs> so I was That's like, what awesome. what do I want to see? We'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about it. We'll talk okay, all right, cool. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I thought I you were from. gonna say I thought you were gonna say because well, again, without giving too much away, because they're going to update the uh, the Jungle Cruise here in uh, and Disney World. So I thought you kind of like you know we're, we're simpatico with the, the Jungle Cruise. Nope, this was uh, years in the making. Years in the making. <laughs> well, I'm so glad we could give you this platform. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm excited. Let's do it. Um, Let's do but it. Before we get into like the main part of why we're here today, um, I want to do something called Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Um, I want you guys to share something that you're excited about in the future of the Disney parks. Like for me, I am very excited to see what Epcot becomes. <laughs> oh man, that's a big topic just yeah. in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's kind of a mess right now, but we love her still. But um, I'm like Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Rat- is that the name of the ride? Whatever it is, the Ratatouille ride is opening. <laughs> soon we have an open official like date for it which i don't remember off the top of my head but i'm very excited for that um and then everything that's happening in like future world i'm very excited about so that is my thing what about you guys what are y'all excited about in the future Wait, the i have parks? a i have a question about that what do you think about the new epcot entrance music i okay so i listened to a little bit of it um i I'm excited. It's a little sad to yeah. not hear like the nostalgic entrance. Exactly. Exactly. But um, you know, I'll just record it for you and send it to you. <laughs> as if I don't already have it recorded. Um, <laughs> but yeah. No. I. I'm. It's going to be a little sad hearing all the changes. But I'm again. Epcot is moving into a new place. So 
it just makes sense to update the music as well. So I'm I'm excited. Um, that is one thing that I have learned to embrace is how much change Disney throws at you all at the same time. <laughs> Terry, what I, I I don't think I know. There's new Epcot music. Like, what are they playing now? Um, honestly, I can't really tell you what it is because I've only heard it from like a very short clip on TikTok. But it okay. sounds very very new and like matches the aesthetic that epcot is moving towards which is oh, kind okay. of retro but also very new um so i just i just didn't know if it was like ashley tisdale singing under the sea again <laughs> i was like oh gosh <clears throat> they just took the phantasmic loop and put it into epcot. <laughs> perfect <laughs> oh my god honestly yeah. i don't know if you could go wrong if you did that <laughs> i imagine those cast members would probably not have a great time at at the main gate but <laughs> Liz what are you excited for so today Disneyland announced their opening date so I mean it's a simple pleasure but I am so excited that Disneyland gets to open on April 30th despite the fact that I don't get to go well is it is it true that they're opening but they only have like uh, I, I read somewhere there was only going to be outdoor, like, outdoor rides. Like, it's so, only outdoor rides and only open to California residents. So, I've read it both. Originally, they said only outdoor rides. Um, now, some people are saying indoor rides. I haven't read the exact wording from the state. But they did specify, Disney specified that it will only be California residents. So, I've had several people in California reach out to me and say, I'll get you a ticket. You can use my address, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to try and be a good citizen and follow the rules and wait until I'm allowed to go to Disneyland because I feel like that's the right thing to do. I understand why they're limiting it, um, but it sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, you are a much better person than most people are. So good for you. That is true. I'm trying, but it's, we'll see. It's a long way away. I could change by then. <laughs> Sage, what are you excited about? Uh, I have like, I have two, but I'm almost, I'll say, I'll say one and a half because one is actually like like maybe not happening really soon, but it will happen. So I'm just saying it out loud for the universe. Um, the first thing I'm super excited for is um, uh, there is a lot. There's a slowly but surely it's coming back. Disney Entertainment is slowly but surely coming back. Yes. Like for example, yes. like Festival of the Lion King is opening in the summer. I'm so excited. Yes. Um, which is, which, uh, again, it's, it's, it's still the COVID version. So it's not, there's not going to be, you know, I think, I think the thing that they're missing is the tumble monkeys, um, Aww. because of like the touching and stuff, but, um, but they are like, I, we've seen like, you know, our, my sources tell me we've seen like, um, like texts start to like clean stages and like make mm. sure things are working, uh, which means, which is a positive sign that things are yes, gonna start. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll hear some singing soon. I don't know. But oh, so excited. Yeah, yeah. But my other like fun, like random one, which is t not real, but I'm gonna make it real, is Liz and I were <laughs> Liz and I were chatting last night, and she's never been to Disney World, and I and, she, and I was like, I need someone to be like my Disney World buddy. Like, who's gonna go to Disney World with me? I was like, uh, okay, who's gonna travel with me? And I was like, well, Bria will travel with you, and Terry and I are already here, so I cannot wait for our yes! Disney, our World of Diz Talk Disney World trip. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. So that's, I got so excited. Um, that's something I'm looking oh. forward to. I'm looking Which forward to plan. our World of Diz Talk Disney uh, uh, Disney World trip. Guys, yes. tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Dad is already I tired. wish. Oh, you know what? I have a day off from work tomorrow. It could work. There I'm driving go. right now. Okay, great. All right. So uh, road drop, 8 a.m., guys? Yeah, driving <laughs> right now. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. Which park? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. That's funny. That would be yeah. amazing. We have to do both coasts, though. We'd have to do Disney World, Disney World, and Disneyland. Absolutely, my arm. Abs- absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so, if there's anyone listening to this episode who wants to sponsor these trips, so funny. you can. Yeah. Liz, what email? Where can they find us? <laughs> totally World kidding. of Diz Talk at gmail.com. Great, perfect. Right. <laughs> Bria, what about you? What are you excited about? Okay, so I'm gonna do two as well. And they're kind of weird. So I'm piggybacking off of you, Terry, um, with the Epcot changes. Okay. Because I'm still, okay, something that I've always loved in Epcot that I don't think gets talked about a lot are the interactive experiences. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking of like Kim Possible, I think that was the first one they did where you got your little communicator and you went around the world showcase. Yeah. And then I think for a brief amount of time before they switched it over to uh, Agent P's World Showcase for Phineas mm-hmm. and Ferb, it was like yeah, I love I love Phineas and Ferb, but um, they did like Muppets Most Wanted, like they did like a promotion for that movie, which that's a terrible movie, mm. but that's that's far from the point. <laughs> How dare you? Muppets Most Wanted's awful. Though the Muppets one, the first one they did is phenomenal. I agree. Muppets most wanted. You want a puppy dog? Terrible. I'll give it to you. You want a floofy flu? I'll okay. give it to you. The music's fun because <laughs> Brett is amazing. <laughs> Anywho, I am excited for when they finally do another interactive uh, activity around the World Showcase because the next one is going to be DuckTales. Ooh. And that owns my heart. Yeah. I didn't know that either. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. They were planning on doing it in 2020, but you know, sure circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's still, even though DuckTales has been canceled, which is awful. Like they stopped at season four. DuckTales has been canceled? Yeah. What did they what did they do? It's just a tragedy all in all. No. Oh, 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 you mean the season's been canceled. I thought you meant like they've been canceled, like the cancel culture. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it was like, what did they do? <laughs> They're actually really racist. Oh, Ooh. Uh, that's Louie, Louie, why? That's not shocking. Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck comes from the old country, and I believe it. <laughs> no, no, just season four. But... They're still going to have, Disney confirmed that they're still going to have a World Showcase event throughout the park, and I'm here for it. So, mm. And that they're going to release it along with all the new stuff coming in 2021. So I just thought that was kind of cool. And that kind of gets, uh, it gets pushed under the rug because there's so many big things coming to Epcot. Mm-hmm. But that's just a little thing that I'm like, oh, that's so fun. And then my second thing that. I want to talk about it pulls away from the parks a little bit but okay. have you guys seen the trailer for the new cruella movie oh, i haven't yes. yet oh my gosh it's basically the joker disney edition oh, exactly 
Yes. So Emma Stone is rocking it. Go, okay, Sage, after this, you've got to go watch the preview for it. It's going to oh. release May 28th, and I think it's going to be releasing to Disney+. Plus. I know it's releasing to theaters, like and that's exciting. That is exciting. So... Uh, Bria, I know you saw my TikTok about Cruella DeVille. Yeah, and that's why I brought this up. I was like, oh, <laughs> I, like, la a couple months ago, I was watching the 101 Dalmatians, the live action one uh -huh. with Jeff Daniels. Yes. Um, and there's a part where Cruella DeVille's car pulls up to, like, her office building area, yeah. whatever, and it shows her license plate and it says DeVille. Yes. And Deville spells devil, and I was like, "Oh <laughs> my gosh, cruel devil, Cruella Deville!" Oh, so I think the weirdest part oh, about that statement, Liz, is that you said the live action 101 Dalmatians with Jeff Daniels instead of Glenn Close. <laughs> I don't know why you chose to go with Jeff Daniels instead of Glenn Close. But she like, is the star, Sage. No, no, we'll just like, we'll just kind of like, you know, yeet over that. That's cool. We'll just like move on. All right, so we are going to move on to a segment that I like to call Disney This or That. Um, I have a list of a couple different things that I'm going to pit against each other, and you guys have to pick one or the other. Um, give me a brief explanation as to why you're picking what you're picking. Let me pull up my notes. Here we oh, go. Oh, bring it on. Bring it on. All I'm right. <clears throat> so starting out, uh, we got to start pretty easy. So Disney World or Disneyland. Oh, jeez. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, it's easy. It's Ouch. Right in my, like, uterus. I don't have one, but <laughs> ow. There's Disneyland. No... Okay. Okay, Liz. I mean, I don't know what you thought I was going to say, but... Exactly. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, but Liz, why, why Disneyland? Uh, so for me, it's about uh, the proximity of the two parks. I like how everything is kind of crammed into that one little space. I know a lot of people don't like that. Okay. Uh, and the food. Um, in my experience, which is, you know, the one time I've been to Disney World, which barely counts, uh, the food is so much better in Disneyland. Mm. I'm not going to argue with you there. Even okay. our events, like even Epcot, I love tasting around the world. Mm -hmm. But Disneyland food is phenomenal <laughs> oh good yeah let's go with bria disneyland or disney world i'm gonna have to say disney world but that's okay here's here's my kind of trying to cheat the system because that's what i always do that's what i'm known for all right here we go i picked here. disney world <laughs> mm -hmm. but if you're pitting the kingdoms together like disneyland and magic kingdom i'm gonna pick disneyland that's like okay. That's and fair. I think we talked about that in our last podcast that Disneyland is superior to Magic Kingdom. Yep. Just I, I don't know how else to say it. You can feel Walt's presence in Disneyland. And that is that, something I can get behind. Yeah. Yeah, that carries over so incredibly. But Walt Disney World's the one that I'm 
I go to frequently. So it's just, you know, it's the one that you know. And I know, Liz, that you can get behind that because that's what you have with Disneyland. You even have your brick there. So. <laughs> yep, you know, you're totally right. I, totally I feel agree. like your brick is our mascot. Like I, I see it all the time on your channel and I'm just, I'm here for it. Like. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. People are so fascinated by it. And I am like obsessed with it, obviously. But I love that people are so fascinated by it. I get so many questions about it all the time. All right, Sage, you are last Disneyland or Disney World. Well, technically you're last, but I will, uh, I will see <laughs> the point. You're absolutely correct. Uh, we can't no, get out of this, Terry. I was, yeah, exactly. I know you, you did the hard question. I'm going to say, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very close to Bria's answer. Uh, I will say that I, I grew up at Disney World, uh, so I'm, there's a nostalgia aspect to it. So I would say Disney World just because, I mean, I literally, as, 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 a, as a child with a single mother who performed at Disney World, I got to be backstage as a child. And that, that, that was allowed like back in the 90s. So like there, there's a, there are, huge moments of nostalgia for me, which is why I would choose Disney World. But if I had to compare, like I I, I visited Disneyland for the first time uh, in 2019, right after I got married. And it is, there is like no comparison. Yeah. Like you like, you know, hundred yeah. percent Walt, you can still feel, feel the, like the, like the touches of Walt and like, like it's, it's really, really, really cool. Uh, but yeah, so um, if I have to choose, I'll say Disney World, but, um, but, but again, Disneyland holds a special place in my heart and I can't wait to be back. Terry, what about you? All right. Um, I am going to echo both Sage's and Bria's answer because yes, like Disney World is like my home park. I was employed there, so it holds a special place in the heart. But the sentiments that yeah. both Bria and Sage have shared of like being just being able to feel the magic left over from when Walt was like walking through the park and like you can definitely still feel his legacy throughout the whole like entire Disneyland park. Um yeah, I'm I'm picking Walt Disney World as a whole, but my heart holds a special place for Disneyland as well. So, but if I had to pick Disney World, yeah. I love it. We're such politicians. We're like um, <laughs> yeah. Disney no World, answer. but Disneyland will always hold a special place. And Liz is like Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I heard Jeff Daniels went to Disneyland once. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff Daniels walked into Disneyland and was like. Uh, and it was like, if I'm not flying out, I'm not leaving. I was waiting for that to come back. If I'm not flying, I'm not leaving. I love, I love it. it. All right, so moving on to our next this or that. Um, we have uh, Disneyland Space Mountain or Disney World Space Mountain. Ooh. Easy. All right, we'll, we'll start with Bria. Disneyland. Disneyland Space Mountain all the way. Okay. Uh, first off, you've got the, you get to sit by your partner, whoever you're mm -hmm. with. I like the double seat thing. Um, I wrote it when it was, okay. I wrote it as Hyperspace Mountain and that's my favorite version. Yeah, mm. that's a good one. So I think 
I carry over from that because I there's not a whole lot of difference between them besides like the seating, I believe. But Hyperspace Mountain was like phenomenal. You guys are like ready to like jump in and be like, actually, <laughs> let me list up all the differences. <clears throat> no. Oh, go ahead, Liz. I was just going to say, um, I agree with you. I think Disneyland is better. Uh, of course. But I do. feel like, well, I mean, <laughs> duh. No, but um, it's darker. Yeah. I feel like in Disney World, you can see the track. You can see where you're going. Oh, I'm blind, so it's fine. So <laughs> I see, but I think you're right. Plus, you have the Ghost Galaxy version. Mm. You got Hyperspace Mountain, Ghost Galaxy, and regular Space Mountain. What is the one for the Halloween party at Disney World? I wrote it's, that one. It's, too. A, it's it's Halloween Galaxy. Is what it it's is. Halloween Galaxy. I knew it wasn't mm. Ghost Galaxy. It's like I that don't. One I don't know. That version scared me. Yeah, it's because none of the lights are on. I, I, I want to be clear <laughs> that I said Halloween Galaxy as a joke, and you took me seriously. So I, just I was going sure. for it. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I wouldn't even you. know. I came to you in my time of need, and you led me astray. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Now I look like a fool. You didn't know that. No, the it's one, the one at Not So Scary, the version at Not So Scary. Uh, like they blast you with that blinding light and then take your picture and I look mortified. <laughs> like it's a picture I'll keep forever because I was like most scared I've ever been on a Disney ride. So Terry. Yeah. Um I'm actually gonna pick Disneyland. Cool. Uh, so whatever, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pick Disneyland. Um, but it's it's only because I love the onboard audio. Like, give me a soundtrack. I love it. Um, and I went. Yeah, I went before it was. I th what hyperspace is like the Star Wars overlay, right? Uh huh. Yeah, I went before it was hyperspace mountain. Uh, that was the last time I've been to Disneyland. Was before they did that overlay. So it was still. Um, just like regular Space Mountain. <laughs> well, it's regular Space Mountain sometimes still. Yeah, Isn't but it, I went wait, didn't it return? before they even did hyperspace. Oh, before that was before it was even a thing. thing. Yeah, um, and that onboard audio is something I listen to on a regular. Like, <laughs> it's good. It's so good. But yeah, give me give me onboard audio. I'm here for it all the time. Is that not in Disney World? Oh my gosh, no, there's no, no audio at all. You're literally left alone with your thoughts. I'm pretty sure I thought about my taxes as I was going down the first time. And that's, that's why Sage loves it. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I owe so much money! <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah, yeah it's, it's bizarre. I'm going to help you out here, Sage. One thing that I do prefer with the Space Mountain and Walt Disney World is that we get to see it with people mover when people mover is working yes. mind you I love but it. that is such an awesome aspect is that's to... the best part of the people mover honestly yeah oh um, yeah especially if space mountain's broken and you get to see it with all the lights on mm -hmm. oh, um so I, cool. i'll say this real quick I, i'm probably gonna cut this out of the episode but when i was a kid <laughs> my my like there are these like projected asteroids that go like above you 
like as your um before they put in that new like ceiling for the uh, queue there were mm -hmm. these like asteroids and stuff like that and I, when i was a kid i was afraid to go on the ride but my mom was like you know she was like esmeralda the hunchback of notre dame show and she's like come on sage like whatever let's go who cares and i was like oh my god these weird things are above me and she's like they're cookies grab them and i was like oh okay cool there are cookies in the sky and then i went on like a high school field trip and i was like trying to school like my disney like like i was trying to school my friends and be like hey behind the scenes secrets those things are actually cookies and they're like no i'm pretty sure that's a that's a uh an asteroid stage is like no nah, they're chocolate chip cookies grab them eat them they're free Amazing. there is no way you're cutting that out of the episode if they're not space cookies i'm not leaving oh anyway. man I Yo, our, our merch for this show is going to be on point. <laughs> so <Seriously>. many. <laughs> Let's move on to... Oh, we'll do we'll do the lightning round. Okay. The lightning round. Are you choosing... How many are you choosing? Two or three? Uh, we have <clears throat> three to pick between, but I'm going to say all of them at one time, and then y'all just Ooh. pick one. No explanations. Okay. Yeah, I love it. I love okay. it. All right. Here we go. So, between the... Disneyland versions and the Disney World versions of Pirates of the Caribbean, The Haunted Mansion, and Splash Mountain. Okay, I'll go first. Say, say, just, just list off the names and I'll tell you. Pirates. Disneyland. Haunted Mansion. Uh, Disneyland. Splash Mountain. Um, Disney World. All right, Liz. Pirates. Disneyland. Except... Oh, I can't explain. Yeah, no explanations. <laughs> no explanations. This is what I wanted. Uh, Haunted Mansion? Disneyland. And Splash Mountain? Neither. Whoa, wow. okay. Okay, that's fair. No explanations. I love this. Uh, Bria, Pirates? Disneyland. Haunted Mansion? Disneyland. And Splash? Disney World. Exactly, Sages. Yeah, and if you want to know why uh, Liz hates uh, Splash Mountain, <laughs> you can ask her on her Q&A feature on TikTok. <laughs> Wait, I uh, might be asking people... here in just a moment. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, Terry. <laughs> Terry. Yes. Pirates. Um, land, for sure. Ha Haunted Mansion. Also Disneyland, for sure. Um, uh, uh, Splash Mountain. Disneyland. Disney World. I'm kidding. It's Disney World. <laughs> All right. All right. One more one, one more extra for Terry for putting this game together. Tiki Room. Ooh. Neither. <laughs> Whoa. And if you want to know why Terry hates Tiki Room, you can ask him on his Q&A feature on TikTok. I'm just going not. I don't, I don't need to explain it. You're right. I don't need to explain it. Not I'm here. not going to explain myself. <laughs> So one of the things that um, I love about the Walt Disney Company is that they always love to keep moving forward. Um, they love to look towards the future and see what is on the horizon, what their guests are looking for, what they think will bring in um, a different audience, what will keep people coming back to the parks and to the resorts. Um, so I thought it'd be a good idea for us to 
sit down and like throw out some of our ideas as to what we want to see coming to the Disney parks. Um, so we each have uh, a few attractions, a few shows, and a couple of rides that we uh, we've thought about, and we are gonna we're gonna share them with you now. Um, so I guess I'll go ahead and start with uh, some rides. Uh, we were doing rides first, okay. We yeah. can, or yeah. I mean, no, no, no. Hey, this is no this is your show, Terry. <laughs> That's right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, for rides, uh, one of the things that I have really thought about uh, that needs more representation in the parks uh, is the Incredibles. Um, like I know Disney's California Adventure just got the Incredicoaster like overhaul, which is great. Um, but that's a singular attraction to represent a an IP that only, like, it has two films. Um, and it feels weird that it only gets, like, a very small amount of representation. And then at Disney World, we have, like, a very, very small portion of Hollywood Studios. It's, like, Incredibles. They come out and meet you sometimes. Um, <laughs> so I I really want, like... That was a that was a solid uh, that was a solid um, you know representation of the it really was. studios. I mean, like, <laughs> like, come on, um, we deserve better as like park guests. We deserve better, and so I want <clears throat> I want something that is um, kind of like a choose your own adventure, incredible themed uh, interactive ride i don't know how to do any of it but i want it um and i guess it would be, well okay let me think about this i think it'd, it'd probably be trackless of some kind and there would be multiple like storylines that you can choose from so um, like what about like um uh, horizons are you familiar with horizons i am not that, 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 so that was an old Epcot ride uh, mm -hmm. from back in the day. And what happened was is that, like, as you got to the end, there was a little screen in front of you. And you can mm -hmm. pick if you wanted to go to outer space, under the undersea, or in the desert. And mm -hmm. so, and and basically, like, you, cl you, you clicked one, and then you got to do something like that. So maybe, like, a choose-your-own-adventure, like... Or do you want to be with the bad guys or good guys kind of situation? I'm, so, I'm super in for that, Terry. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think... Um... A lot of the theme park industry is like they're pushing towards like interactivity, um, especially on the rides. Um, I know like the Nintendo Land, Super mm -hmm. Nintendo World just opened mm -hmm. at Tokyo, like Universal Studios Tokyo, I think. Um, and the Mario Kart ride uses like a VR or an AR screen. So it's mm -hmm. uh, augmented reality. So like interactivity is coming to the theme parks like it's it's what's on the horizon i think so having the incredibles because you could also pick your superpowers like are you violet are you dash are you elastigirl like who are you um are you jack jack because i'd pick jack jack let's be real <laughs> um so yeah i just think like having an interactive incredibles ride at hollywood studios would do them justice <laughs> Um, and it would give them representation over here on the East Coast because they have a little on the West Coast. Love it. Uh, let's see here. Eeny, meeny, miny, Bria. Let's go. Sure. So a lot of mine, um, are the things that I wrote down today are like, just like improvements or changes on existing uh, rides, attractions, uh, shows. Sure. So 
I'm going to actually jump over to Disneyland okay. where Liz is. Hey. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about the storybook canals because uh. that is one of my favorite rides. I'm, I, I think if you guys have been following me long enough, you know that I'm a librarian, a children's librarian. And so stories, I'm all for them. And that's why I love Disney is because they're all about storytelling, imagineering, creation. Ooh, and so storytelling we have, is a great word for that. I love that. Yeah. And so when you go onto the storybook canals, I get so excited because I still love like going to all the different lands. Um, and I think there's like, what, you can go to Peter Pan's London Park. Um, it, you go to the Sultan Palace from Aladdin. Uh, you see Prince Eric's castle from Little Mermaid. I think the newest one they have is Anna and Elsa's like Arendelle. Arendelle. And they've got the ice, uh, Elsa's ice palace. And I, I just love it. But I do think the ride is still short. And I think that there are so many other places that we can go explore. And so I'm, I want to pull from Paris's because Paris has a storybook, the storybook canals as well. And they have lands to visit like Rapunzel's tower and Rapunzel's hair actually comes out the window of her tower and they have Fantasia scenes. So they have like the Greek temples and Mount Olympus and Night on Bald Mountain. And they have that soundtrack, which, you know, Fantasia soundtrack, mwah, gold. And they also have Belle's Village and Beast Castle for a Beauty and the Beast representation. I think there are so many lands. We keep creating stories for Disney and we only have just a little bitty part that's represented in the storybook canals in Disneyland. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this should be such a big attraction because it's literally going through the stories, like Disney stories. And it's like gathering all those like old stories, new stories together. This shouldn't be like a side attraction like that you just kind of wander into and you're like, oh, it's got like a 10 minute wait I'll go into. It should be like an event. So I think more, just more in the storybook <laughs> canal area. I love that. If Brie is going to update the story, uh, the the storybook canal boats or whatever, if she's going to update it, just please get a different mic system. Okay, Absolutely. I was waiting for Bria to say that because it's like. <laughs> and sometimes it gets weird, yeah, like like uh, uh, I was like. And on your left, Rapunzel, elbows on a Tuesday. And we're like, what? I love it when it's like the really dry delivery too. I can't. <laughs> but it's still cute, all in all. All right, Sage, what you got? Oh, okay. Well, oh. this is, oh. <laughs> uh, this, so this is Disneyland and Disney World. Um. Okay, so uh, obviously they've built Galaxy's Edge, which is very cool. And uh, <clears throat> I got a chance to visit it the other day, which was awesome. Yeah. But there is something that is out of place at both Disneyland and Disney World, and that is Star Tours. Yeah. Um, so, yes. so again, I kind of went the Bria route, and I uh, <laughs> it's a Bria route, and I. Uh, I went with uh, existing attractions that I could either update or completely change. So these are these are these are things that are already standing that I don't have to build anything because uh, I guess what what do, they, what do they call them Lay, layovers or late what, 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 what Overlays. Overlays. 
Overlays, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I uh, Disney, I, I, I just think Star Tours is at a place right now because yeah. yeah. it's like they have this incredible Star Wars land. Oh, but like uh, a mile away is Star Tours where you can fly a spaceship and just. Sort of. <laughs> sort of, and it just doesn't make sense. It's still like, and I and I also think that virtual, um, just the the sitting in the it's the sitting in the uh, I guess the the big box that moves around like a crazy person is is I just think is I think it's a little tired, and we've, we've moved beyond that technology. Yeah. So, um, but if if because Disney sometimes you got to do what you got to do, and you know saving money, if you still have to use that box, I think what would be interesting in there. Uh, and also so we can get some uh, Asian cultural representation in the parks, I think it would be cool. I think and again, I would kind of go well with the futuristic and the flying and things like that. If we can get some big hero six Ooh. in in the parks, I think that would be kind of cool if, mm -hmm. if with some somehow, I don't know, you're flying with Baymax uh or or something like that if if there was you know like uh ba you know that because they're inventors right so the inventors have built um this spaceship that's able to uh not spaceship this uh, i guess we have flying vehicle that's able to help defeat evil you know and so baymax and everybody's there uh you know in their little superhero suits and they do all that kind of stuff. i feel like that would be a nice uh nice kind of overlay so that we don't have to totally change everything but they can um i don't know just just make it better and and again that way star wars isn't in two places in one park right that's my biggest thing yeah I like yeah and i went to i went to star tours this last trip so like just a few weeks ago and i had just gone star tours after walking the entirety of galaxy's edge and i had just gone off smuggler's run yeah. And right after Smuggler's Run, we went to Star Tours. Well, that was your mistake. That was definitely my mistake. Oh my gosh. I was like, it's jarring. So. Hey, Brina, I'm so glad you rode this one-of-a-kind technology-forward ride with, with incredible animatronics. Let me put you in this metal box and shake you around for 20 <laughs> minutes and see how you feel. Thanks, Sage. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I agree with that. Liz, what about you? What do you have? So um, for a ride, so there is a movie that I actually really love, and I think it's kind of underrated, um, and that's Zootopia. Okay. I like Zootopia. <laughs> it's, oh, it's such a good movie, and I just don't feel like it gets the credit it deserves. Um, but when Judy Hopps goes to Zootopia, and she's on the monorail, and she goes through all the different lands essentially mm -hmm. um i want to know i want to explore all of those different areas i want to know more about them so if we could have some sort of like zootopia roller coaster or maybe like even monorail type ride where we mm -hmm. delve into those different areas within zootopia so you have like the jungle area and you have the arctic area and mm -hmm. urban area you know and kind of just see more of that and get to know more of those characters that are a really big part of the story in Zootopia, but they don't really get all of the screen time in the movie, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm vibing with a dark ride, for sure. Like, if, if it's like a dark ride monorail Same. kind of yes. situation. I was just going to say, have you ever been on the um, Hogwarts Express? Yeah. Yes, of Universal, course. Where, like, Ooh. the windows are the screens. Something mm -hmm. kind of like that. That'd be pretty cool. 
You know, it'd be awesome. I know that Disney is going to have a new transportation system. Like they're, oh, is it like their own train? That's why we're not going to have the Magical Express soon. I, I don't really know many details to it. But that'd be cool if they had like that technology. That and, would be way cool. You know? That would be cool. Oh, that's everything. It's like, so like there's no windows. It's all screens on yeah. the side. And, and so you're basically being transported through disney culture if you will and then you enter Ooh. until until you're taken to your uh resort think, or whatever you're leaving. i think the stop is at disney springs and then from springs you can go to the resorts i think uh, is oh, what. that's cool listen if this actually happens then disney owes us a cut of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I'm yeah absolutely disney if you're listening you can find us at world of discock <laughs> <laughs> um let's see here i have another one if y'all have another one yeah i have two yeah. for each perfect all right um i think another attraction that i would want to see in the parks um i'm not sure where i would put it but i this is just me being selfish i need Cuscotopia to be oh. a thing Yes, no, please. absolutely. I absolutely need Cuscatopia to be a thing. I need it to um to have oh man, I like I want a water ride of some sort, I think, in Cuscatopia, but that's not the one we're talking about. We're gonna I because let's be real, we all want a Kronk and Yzma lab roller coaster. Pull <laughs> Literally. The, yes. That's all we need. Um, it needs to happen. So when, wherever we want to put that, it needs to be on both coasts because we deserve it. We deserve better, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. But yeah, it just needs to be on both coasts. I don't even, like, don't have a full storyline yet in the brain, um, but I want it. It needs to happen. That movie's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. Oh, I love so it. good. Um, let's see here. Let's go backwards from the last time. So Liz, what's what's another one you got? So this one um, is I uh, was thinking of my namesake, Chim Chim Churro, and um, I don't really feel like we get the full Mary Poppins experience uh, in the parks. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is pretty integral to like earlier Walt Disney experience. Um, and I know there was like the Mary Poppins kind of land area that was coming that got canceled mm -hmm. but i was trying to think of a way we could like incorporate it as a ride and maybe if it was like when they do the horse race mm. some sort of like i don't know ride with something like that i'm so glad you brought this up because that was my third idea <laughs> it was yeah really 100 <laughs> hey. Is the Epcot, is that section, is it for sure canceled or is it just like it until is, further notice? No, it is. Uh, they, they, they said that they they wouldn't be pursuing that anymore. Oh, um, my and, and, God. And honestly, it was going it was, it was going to be a disappointment anyway, at least in my opinion. It was going to, like, they were going to retheme some of the buildings to look like Cherry Tree Lane and probably yeah. have, like, a, a merry-go-round. And I didn't think they were going to do that much with it, so. Do you think they would have done more Mary Poppins Return or do you think they would have done... Mary Poppins, like the one that we actually care about. Well, well, the well, they they didn't change the uh, um, they didn't change the face character 
uh, and her clothes to Mary Poppins Returns. So I feel okay. like it, would, it still would have been true to Mary Poppins. But, okay. but you know, you know, I don't know. Hey, Disney, if you want to let us know, you can find us at... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bummed. I, I like the idea, and I think it's because I agree with Liz. Like, we just need some more. That, that was such an iconic movie for Disney. And mm-hmm. we've got some great, not only the Mary Poppins film from it, but we've got some great... Uh, branch offs um oh what was the one that was all about pl travel trav travers i can't pl travers saving mr banks thank you oh yeah. that movie it was so good maybe so, cry so there you go i don't really have it super thought out but we definitely need a mary poppins attraction 100 yeah. percent. all right sage what else you got uh, okay, so um, I honestly didn't have a full idea until you gave me the idea, Terry. Um, uh, so if you've ever been to Animal Kingdom, uh, there is a ride there. And again, I told I am I am going uh, I am going off of existing rides. Uh, sure. Not I'm not building anything new. There's a ride there called Cali River Rapids, mm-hmm. um, and it's basically mm-hmm. a water raft ride if you will everybody sits in a circle and it's it's basically um a weird water river through the jungle that at one point you're like oh no people are tearing down trees and those logs are on fire and Mm -hmm. oh but a hill yay oh and rides over um (laughs) so uh, i just uh, it just doesn't hit as like like it used to or if it ever hit you also it's just one of those things that um everything like like the like the cool things that used to happen where the logs were started to tumble towards you that doesn't work anymore uh you know things like that mm-hmm. so i think it'd be really interesting if you remember the scene from an emperor's new groove yes where <laughs> they are in the barrels or whatever and they're and they're gonna go i i think that would be a super interesting way to tie those uh into each other i don't know if it totally belongs in animal kingdom but then a llama's an animal so that tracks i've been listening to a cow can i go home (laughs) oh my gosh yes you're excused um uh so i think it'd be super fun to like you have some uh, you know, like you're going on the raft and then you see like a cronk holding like the big purple thing uh, behind him and he's oh just stepping gosh. out. I was like, he's like, he's like, my spinach puffs or, uh, you know, things like that. And then at the very end, you know, Cusco and uh, whoever the John Goodman, uh, Pacha, uh, you know, like that's that's the big hill you go down. You go down the big waterfall. So I think that would be like a nice way to to bring in some more because that Animal Kingdom yes. is, do, is trying to uh Disneyfy Animal Kingdom, if you will. Oh, I just hit my mic. Disney, they're trying to Disneyfy Animal Kingdom a little bit. Um, so uh, they're trying to do that with Epcot as well. So I think it'd be really interesting to tie in some of Emperor's New Groove to Cali River Rapids and kind of lay over that. That way it's not weird and you just see logs. I don't know. So, as Kronk would say, oh yeah, it's all coming together. <laughs> oh yeah, it's brilliant. I just want see now all I want is like audio down that hill of Cusco going booyah. <laughs> yes. That's brilliant. Absolutely. I, I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'd be I all it. for that. Yes. All right, Bria, what else you got? Mine is 
not really creating anything new. It's fixing um, what has been broken for a long time. We're going to stay in Animal Kingdom. And uh -oh. some of you might already know what I'm about to say. But in my perfect world, we have the Yeti back in A mode. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who aren't familiar, the in Expedition Everest, which is by like one of my favorite roller coasters of all time, mind you, you're probably familiar with what we refer to as Disco Yeti, which at the end of Expedition Everest, you see this giant, beautiful uh, figure of a Yeti, and he has that strobe light on him, which uh, looks like there's movement because of the strobe light. It looks like he's coming towards you, but there's no movement. He's He's still, he's not going anywhere, but in his prime back in what I think the ride opened in 2006, mm -hmm. that Yeti was actually one of the most complex animatronics that Walt Disney had created so far. And it was fully functional. It would come down and reach down for you. It was terrifying and I loved it. And I was so glad I got to see it when it was in A mode. So A mode is when it's fully operational, it's an animatronic, and B mode is what we see it in currently because unfortunately, because this animatronic was so complex and so big um, that it started like, uh, I think the framing, the figure's framing started to split and that was gonna be really detrimental to the ride if they continued to use that animatronic function. And so they just switched it over to B mode Joe Rohde, bless him, I love him to death. Um, he was, you know, the main Imagineer behind this ride. And he had said- well, Animal Kingdom in general. Well, yeah, ah. absolutely. But he had told, um, he had talked in a D23 um, panel at one point when someone had asked him, are we ever gonna get this back up and running? Like, is the Yeti ever gonna work ever again? And he was like, guys, this is, it's a very complex situation. Like. It would mean Expedition Everest being closed for a really long time as they tried to figure out how to actually make this work. But he had said, we're going to try. But, you know, Joe Rody just recently retired. So. I was going to say, he's got a new gig now. So, yeah. So I don't think we're going to be seeing that anytime soon. But, oh, my gosh. Otherwise, we... otherwise known as the Disco Yeti. Yep. Disco Yeti. Um. So now let's move on to like a couple shows that we want to see in the parks. Um, shows I'm qualifying a show as something that is like that uses live entertainment um, because we love Disney entertainment and uh, I want to bring more of that into the, the parks or onto property. So um, one of my ideas is like, I don't know how familiar everyone is with um like the theater world but there was a show in new york that was at like is it the mckittrick hotel um it was called sleep no more and it yes. was retelling or like a version of uh Macbeth, mm -hmm. but it was interactive and you like chose the path or like the characters that you wanted to follow and like the show was kind of oh. just happening around you and it's up to you as the audience to like pick your path and like put the pieces together um and you see a different perspective of that story which is super cool and you can go multiple times and it's a completely different experience because you can pick different pathways um i want that but give me hunchback of notre dame 
Yes. Oh, man. Like, I need to see the conversations that Phoebus and Esmeralda have before, like, heading back from the Court of Miracles. I want to see what Quasimodo and Frollo's actual relationship is like. Like, give me that story. Um, but then also, Quasi is going to break away, and he's going to go sing out there, because of course it's a musical. Why would it not be a musical? Um, but I, I want it... I don't know where I want to put it on property. Like... France we're, feels- we're closing the Grand Floridian, and it's now becoming. <laughs> Do it. It's now I becoming. Know. I also think it would need its like its own space, but I want to put it at the Riviera. I think because France, um, and also like Epcot, the France Pavilion is like really crowded now, so there's not like a great place to do that. Um, just put in to- Hollywood Studios. We just put everything <laughs> in Hollywood Studios, and we don't know what to do with it. So. <laughs> don't give like don't tell them the secret um (laughs) but yeah no i think the riviera would probably be cool and it could be like a dinner package where you like eat dinner at one of the restaurants at the resort and then head over to the interactive show um but i want it because i feel like it would be really interesting to get that perspective for that story specifically and you could also make it a little darker like follow more of like the broadway route where it was not as like disney-fied it was more serious um gritty if you will but i that's something i feel very passionate about and i love it i want it to happen i don't know if it ever will but if you're listening disney you can hit me up (laughs) at Okay. No, um, I can't. I can't wait to see Hunch no more. It's going to be great. Hunch no more. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Liz, what do you got for shows? Um, okay, so I have to give uh, credit to Terry on this one. He kind of um, mentioned something about this, and it really. I've been thinking about it since we talked about it. Mm. But um, I know that there's really mixed feelings about the hall of presidents. Um, (laughs) But I think it should be taken away and replaced (laughs) with um, Hamilton. (laughs) Just completely different. (laughs) And of course it would be real people, not animatronics um, performing Hamilton. Um, But you could, you know, get tickets. Um, If you ever saw, Aladdin in California Adventure that was mm-hmm. pretty much a full Broadway presentation of Aladdin I mean it was epic and if you didn't get a fast pass you weren't getting into that show it was just dynamite so so good yeah. um so like you know we're talking high quality production here um just let's just go with Hamilton I, I heard I heard a rumor that uh that it, it might happen honestly I, I swear i heard this rumor that i was like like oh they're thinking about this but it wasn't just hamilton it was the muppets do hamilton oh my the hall of presidents literally <laughs> staged that is my show i have the muppets on my list too actually so i yeah. am not throwing away my show <laughs> Can you imagine Miss Piggy singing like uh, "Say No to This"? Show? Because, <laughs> my gosh. Bria, what what show? Since we are already kind of talking about it, we might. I as mean, well we might as well. So <laughs> I don't have much to add on top of that. Besides that, that I was just going to talk about how there was a rumor 
like Sage was saying, that the Muppets would be incorporated into the Hall of Presidents because let's <laughs> let's be real, a lot of people are not uh, big fans of the Hall of Presidents. I know that there will be some people <laughs> listening that are like, no, that's the show I have to go to every time. That is not me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but something I love that is no longer available that was on Liberty Square was the great moment, moments in history mm-hmm. by the Muppets that they would love that show. It was so cute. I loved it. I I literally would look at all the show times, like figure out like when they're gonna be there, so I could at least because they had a couple different versions of it, and I yeah two different versions of it, and I I had to see them both that day, <laughs> so I would go by and see if I could see the second version. A salute um, to all countries, but mostly America. I love it. <laughs> Sam the Eagle, he's my favorite. So but, good. Um, I was so sad, and I know they, like, they bring them back during like special events. Like, I think they were back for a little bit of time. Um, I don't remember when, but it was just recently, maybe was, around Fourth of July. It was over the holidays. It was over Christmas. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was Christmas. Okay. So, but I wasn't there around Christmas, which made me sad because I was like, I want to go see them again. And I almost got a ticket out there just so I can go see my my family, my Muppet fam. But when I heard the rumors that they might be incorporated into the Hall of Presidents, I'm like, they're probably just more Disney rumors, whatever. But my little heart went a thumping just thinking about that idea. And so, yeah, uh, I think a script for... Muppets to be added into the Hall of Presidents would be fantastic. But, you know, if that fails, then Hamilton can go there, you know. (laughs) That'd be fine, too. That little-known musical Hamilton. Yeah, Yeah. that's a fine close second, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's no Muppets or anything. (laughs) No Muppets. I love it. Um, Sage, what do you got? Sure. So I have like five, because <laughs> as we know, I'm I'm only gonna say two. But live entertainment is very important to, to me, and to us. Um, who knew? Um, I might say some honorable me- honor. On- oh my god, I'm having a stroke. Honorable <laughs> mentions later. Um, but the first one, I'll definitely say. Uh, this is a hot take. I think it's a hot take. I don't know. Um, but. Uh, the show has been around since I think um, maybe the opening since the movie came out. I think it came out the exact same day the movie came out. It's at uh, MGM Studios at the time, now Hollywood Studios. Uh, and again, I'm updating something. I'm not uh, building something new. It's the Beauty and the Beast show live on stage. Uh, it is incredibly dated. Yep. Um, and I l- love everybody that works there and they're wonderful. And I love the represent, you know, it's funny. I think we talked about it last time is that, um, it gets such high ratings. It gets such yeah. high ratings. Mm-hmm. It's never going to go away, but I really want it. You know, and I- I'm honestly okay. If it stays beauty and the beast, mm-hmm. I just want them to update it. There's been so many incredible things. L- look at the Broadway show. Look at the show that they just did on the cruise ship. Um, there are so many incredible versions of how you can do Beauty and the Beast. And I think, uh, sticking with the, 
uh, fur costume characters mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just the, the set that they've had for the past 15 years, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. So I want to update that. So let's pretend just for funsies uh, that Beauty and the Beast, they, they can't update Beauty and the Beast. I was thinking about what could they put on Sunset Boulevard? It made me think of Disneyland's the uh, red, the red car boys, red truck boys. Uh, the help. trolley, the trolley, car, trolley car boys. Yeah, well, they 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 kind of reminded me of Newsies a little bit. Mm. Um, so I think to have maybe like a a small version of like Newsies. Yeah. Like mm. we do, we do some like okay. like like the scaffolding because it's the Hollywood Bowl. So like the scaffolding, like and they're climbing up the scaffolding, they're doing like their crazy dance routines. We got some Santa Fe in there. Seize the day. They're like that banner. They're carrying that banner. A Santa Fe. Like every every tenor's dream, they're gonna like poop themselves because they know <laughs> they can <laughs> sing it. Like it's good. Like I, I feel like Newsies would be a really interesting thing to do there so i'm gonna say for funsies i love beauty and the beast but it's we're gonna move on uh because there's gonna be other representation elsewhere so uh because you got you got enchanted tales with bell and so like that so let's do uh let's let's put newsies at the uh at the oh gosh what's the name of the theater the star the star theater of the theater theater of the stars theater yeah something like that absolutely i'm like like I'm, i'm ready to start imagineering let's do this right i love that um, for my second show, we're going to pop back over to Epcot, but I also think this could work somewhere at California Adventure. Um, I want a physical theater, um, almost like Festival of the Lion King, where it's like a theater in the round, but on a smaller scale. Um, but I desperately want just like a 40 minute show of like, all the characters from Coco explaining what the day of the dead is and like the significance. Mm -hmm. I like need that in my life. Um, And then of course we all, we would get like Un Poco Loco. We'd get a whole bunch of songs and like, you'd have a mariachi band. It'd be incredible. Um, But that's, I feel again, very strongly. I just want like at Epcot, it'd be in the Mexico pavilion because of course, but um, I think, somewhere in california adventure would work i just don't know where um i know you know know we had that right terry i know there was a show but it it was like outside and not at a physical theater where oh you you want like a theater theater i want yes like (laughs) okay 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 like kind of like festival of the lion king theater in the round and it would be interactive but on a smaller scale Mm -hmm. so like it's more intimate that'd be so cool and like puppets Give me all the puppets. Have you seen the Coco puppet that's in California Adventure? I have. So amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was here at Epcot for a little while, Liz. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh. just. It was. It was right outside of. Uh, um, so the mariachi band told the story of Coco, and at the very end, I don't know why they saved it to the end. But it was like the last four minutes of their show. Uh, you know, um, tell me his name again. I'm so sorry. Miguel. Miguel. Miguel, like, kind of, like, sauntered on out and this little, like, really cute, adorable puppet. And then uh, and then his four minutes was up and he walked away with the mariachi band. I was like, why save that for the end? I don't right. understand. It's so cool. They've got it out for Touch of Disney. 
the food festival at Disneyland. Mm. Oh, happening. cool! So you can take photos, and yeah, it's it's so cool. I love how they imagineered that up. I yeah, creative. Yeah, yeah. That's All right. Cool. And then I guess we'll just go backwards again. So Sage. What's Back your backwards. Oh, backwards. gosh. Uh, I'm not prepared. Don't let me sing. Um, okay, so I'll go with the one that I have, or the one that I feel the most passionate about. I, um, I'll mention this one later. Um, so uh, at Hollywood, this is another Hollywood Studios one. Um, I don't remember the name of the theater. It's where they have the Frozen sing-along show as well. Mm. They used to have the American Idol experience. Oh, uh, that's the Hyperion. I don't oh, that's, know why I know that. Yeah, well, so, yeah, <laughs> so Hyperion so, Theater. <laughs> so, so yeah, so different Hyperion of the, the Disneyland. That is the yeah. Hyperion Theater. Um, so before uh, the American Idol experience and the uh, uh, Frozen sing along, we had Doug Live. If you know the cartoon, Doug. Mm. We had Doug Live, which is, and they had these really cool turntables, three huge turntables on the stage. And what Disney World is missing is a song cycle show. Um, so Disneyland has it with, um, and the cruises have it, Disneyland and the cruises have it with uh, Mickey and the Magical Map. Mm -hmm. uh, they have... Uh, not uh, anymore. Not, not anymore, you're right. But uh, um, mm -hmm. what, the, what they're missing is, is, is a show that, that kind of touches on a bunch of different um, movies, and like songs so like however the storyline is where like mickey's like hanging out and all of a sudden he jumps in a cartoon bucket like and like it reminds me of like an amazement from disneyland back in the day like he jumps in a cartoon bucket and all of a sudden he's transported to the lion king and he's and he's a song from the lion king happens and then he <laughs> and and then he's transported to this next place that's like uh whatever princess and the frog and uh, and then maybe there's a, a villain song to some, for some conflict, but like it has a whole bunch of different movies. It's it's a, it's a song cycle, and like and you uh, you have so you have a whole bunch of Disney uh, movies and representation. I think that is what Disney World is missing. We have some musicals, but we don't have that fun collaboration of things. Sure. So I think that would be super cool to have. Yeah. All right, Bria. What is your other show that you'd yeah. like to see come to the parks? Well. Okay, so I was going to make a correction or adjustment based on an existing show that now we're not sure still exists. <laughs> well, then you can just bring it back. I'll just Good bring point. it back. Well, so I, I kind of, I can branch off of it though. So I'll, I'll do a little bit of what Sage did where he's talking about Beauty and the Beast and how he'd like to update it. But he could also see this show. So if we're living in a world where Frozen is still at DCA, and maybe Sage, you can help me with this, because I might just be really ignorant, but okay. I would love to see an updated spin puppet an at that what show. Puppet? The spin puppet, the reindeer. The Sven, a uh, Sven puppet, spin got it. Yeah. It is so distracting to me to watch that show because it is glorious and see a grown man sticking out, his head sticking out of Spin's back. 
And his facial expressions distract me <laughs> the entire show. Girl, I'm like, that is the magic of theater. Have you never seen Avenue Q? Uh, like uh, any of those? Come on now. Oh, look, I love puppetry, and I think like Finding Nemo does such a great job. Finding with Nemo, it. that's br that's a brilliant comparison. Oh, it, and they do such a great job. I'm not distracted by the actors at all, but I feel like with the spin puppet, it's like I feel like there's a grown man that's playing alien and just like jutting out of the puppet. And I'm like, can we not do another form of that? Like, does that have to be the costume? I mean, they in in a perfect world, they could just take the costume from Broadway and ship it to DCA because yeah. the Broadway show also officially closed and will not be returning whenever Broadway That's comes back. True. So, so that here's is around. Here's the issue with the Broadway versus uh, uh, Disneyland, and I'll throw some puppetry knowledge on you. Uh, mm -hmm. So the chiropractor bill would be through <laughs> the roof. Okay, good point. And, and and so if you if you notice is that. Uh, Disneyland, because he is a, again, I am a theme park performer. Uh, and so I, I nothing, I, I'm not saying this in a negative aspect, but that Sven is a SAG-AFTRA represented di a theme park Disneyland performer. He's not getting paid Broadway salary. Right. So that's why he is stood, he's standing straight up. That makes uh, sense. Um, but Broadway he is fully in on his forearms and mm -hmm. his back legs and is just like running around the stage like the girl from the exorcist yeah. and <laughs> uh you know so there is a huge physical thing that needs to happen uh for that crossover but yeah. i do understand that seeing a head pop out of a moose or a reindeer, whatever, sorry, is is distracting. It's so distracting. I love, I love the show. I think it's beautiful. But that was like the one part that I got tickled needlessly. Like, I'm like, I just keep staring at this guy's bald head. Like, and he did a great job, like, with what he's been given. But, I, oh, my gosh. So I had a blast talking with my friends about all of these rides, shows, and attractions yes! that we dream of seeing in the parks. Um, but we always want to end our podcast answering some questions from you guys, and you sent them in on TikTok. So this question comes from Ashley Boring, and uh, she wants to know what our first ever Disney ride was. So um, from what I remember, um, I was very young. I I think the first time I remember going to the parks, I was like four or five. And um, for some reason, the first ride that I remember going on was the Haunted Mansion. Yes. Um, which is a really interesting way to start your Disney trip as a five-year-old. <laughs> um, but I, I like don't remember a lot of the actual ride, but I do remember a lot of me just burying my face into my dad's Aww. arm the entire ride. And then we got to like the Grim Grinning Ghosts graveyard scene, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of fun." And I like looked up, and one of the the heads popped up, and I was like, 
out again. Done. Done. Those still um, get me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that was like, that's the first ride that I remember going on as a kid, um, which is, again, a really interesting place to start. <laughs> but, uh, Bria, what was your favorite, favorite, your first ever Disney ride? My first ever Disney ride was Soren in Epcot. Which that is, was your first Disney ride? Yeah, which is a heck of an introduction to a Disney yes. Wait, wait. Okay, hold on. How long have you been a Disney person? I started going to the Disney parks when I was 13 because I have a younger brother and he's five years younger than me. And so for the longest time, my parents didn't want to take us to Disney because they didn't want to take a stroller around the parks and so they told me that once my brother could walk around a theme park that we would go and oh my gosh it took my brother forever before he decided that he was going to walk a theme park without a stroller and that created some sibling tension early on it's fine but finally we got to go to a disney park and so I've been going consistently since I was 13 years old. So we don't have to talk about how old I actually am. Um, but yeah, that was my first ever. And it was the California, Soaring Over California one. So um, that has a special place in my heart. Yeah, absolutely. I, I miss it so much over here. So I'm waiting like once Dis DCA opens back up, I'm just waiting for them to like, rotate it back yes. into the park so that yeah. I can fly out there and go to that version. Liz, what about you? What was your first okay. ever Disney ride? So mine's actually lame. Super lame. Um, so the first time I ever went to Disneyland, uh, I was 18. So um, I never went as a kid. And um, I went with a friend. Um, and she went to Disneyland a lot when she was a kid and she had really fond memories of this ride. And so she was like, this is the first ride I'm going to take you on there. It's so great. And we wrote it and I was like, what? Like this place sucks. <laughs> so if you haven't figured it out yet, the ride is Gadget's Go Coaster in Toontown. Wait! No! <laughs> he told you that one? <laughs> Why? Like, I couldn't even fit in the car. <laughs> my knees are, like, all crammed, and I'm oh like... Oh, my gosh. And so, like, we're, when you're going up the hill, I, like, turned around to look and be like, is this it? And the cast member was like, turn around in the front seat, <laughs> turn face forward, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, where am I going to go? I might fly out of this because I barely fit in this seat. <laughs> Why was she that so... Is, well, that is a passionate cast member. I mean, I mean, was... props to them but like right. why did you need to sit forward? <laughs> it was a lot to take in. We got off the ride and my friend was like, oh, I'm really sorry. That's, that's really not how I remembered that ride. <laughs> Hey, I was like, really? I feel like that'll that'll be a fun episode for the future. Like, oh, like yeah. things that you remember as a kid that are super so weird different. as an adult. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. 
That's so funny. Oh, I can't wait to show you living with the land. Have you ever seen plants grow? Because you're going to freaking love it. Age, you watch your mouth. No, I love, listen, I love living with the land. But that that's only for people who love Disney because everybody else is like, I'm literally sitting in a boat looking at pumpkins. Like, I, what's the point? But they're meanwhile, shaped. like, <laughs> cut, cut to me being like, Hello, beautiful. <laughs> How are you today? <laughs> like, I love that ride. So I, much. I, I love it, too. I love it so okay. much. Sage, what is your first Disney ride that you ever went on? So, um, it's, it, it's not a ride. Um, this is the first thing I can actually remember. So, I don't know if it was actually my first... I like, Without texting my mother at 1 a.m. in the morning... Um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the first thing that I remember as a kid and it's actually, it's at MGM studios and it was called superstar television. So this is where the frozen show is now. It's where American Idol was. It's where the Doug live show is now, or used to be, but before Doug live, it was called superstar television. And basically they would uh, come out to this, like, you know, they, they, they would come out to the, the courtyard or I guess, or the holding area where you would be waiting to go into the theater and they would say, all right, cool. We need, uh, we need two adults to do A, B, C, and D. And now we need five kids to do whatever. They, they, they would grab a whole bunch of uh, audience particip participants, if you will. And so I... Uh, I was part of the kid participants and basically what you would do is you would is that if you were chosen you would go backstage with the warm-up host and you would um, like be given directions and <laughs> you got to be in like Gilligan's Island you got to like be a be a, a person on Gilligan, Gilligan's Island or you got to talk with uh, whoever, whoever the talk show of uh, whoever the talk show person of, I don't think it was Jay Leno whoever was, whoever was before Jay Leno they get to, you got to like pretend to talk to him uh, you got to do the I Love Lucy eating thing like mm -hmm. that's, what, that's what I got to do anyways that's what I specifically remember I specifically remember being a kid waiting backstage and, like, like backstage as a kid and be like oh I, I get to be part of this show and standing in front of a green screen and doing something. What I did, I don't know. But <laughs> but I but but uh, I thought it was still super cool that like as a kid I got to be be backstage because that was part of what the show was, and I got to recreate a popular television show from back in the day. And uh, that is my first thing I think I ever did at Disney. Which again, which is why I think I loved being a performer at Disney because. Mm -hmm. I got to experience the magic as a guest, but then I also got to bring the magic to everyone else, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. You know what I mean? Awesome. I completely understand that. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's, uh, there's two kinds of people in the world. People who love getting picked out of a crowd to be part of a show and those that absolutely hate it. <laughs> We're either one or the other. I love I loved to be that person who got picked, but 
every but but the people who picked me always regretted it. They're like, <laughs> they're like, oh, look at this fun kid, and I'm like, look at me, and they're like, I'm like, oh, dang it, I should have picked Go that small back. redhead in the corner. Dang it, you were like too much, too much. Yeah, so that was my first um, real like attraction, I guess I got to experience at Disney World. Mm -hmm. All right, and that's the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, my name is Terry. You can find me at the most dapper fella. And you can find me, Bria, at Bibbity Bria on TikTok. And I'm Liz. You can find me at Chim Chim Churro. And I'm Sage. You can find me at Sage Starkey TV. And if you have any questions for us or want to share some stories, you can email us. Where, Liz? Where can they email us? Worldofdiztalk at gmail.com. Perfect. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. We hope to see you again in the future. And as always, keep moving forward. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.